Hey there, welcome to Bound Together. We are two friends and two self-published authors who took different paths in life, but kept in touch and kept on writing. My name is Sarah Gray and I chose a corporate career, while Laura Catherine went full-on family. This is all about how we approach writing in our two different worlds, the struggles, the positives, and how we keep the writing flames alive. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Laura. (laughs) Was I loud? Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on my own podcast. Yes. (laughs) No problem. We've got uh, midday energy. Well, midday for me, it's like afternoon for you. It's one o'clock. It's, yeah, it's midday. It's midday. It's 11 a.m. here. We're getting some uh, recording sessions in during the day because Mm -hmm. I'm on long service leave at the moment and you have afternoons off, Mm -hmm. which is very exciting because usually we we record late at night and we're both very tired. Yes. And it's a different vibe. It is. Yeah. What are we we talking about today? We are talking about working on multiple projects at once because you have worked on multiple projects at once in the past and I am doing it currently. And it is very different, I guess, to the way you just work on one project. Yeah. There's probably benefits and pros and cons to everything, eh? Yes. Do you want to talk about? Oh, you want me to go first? <laughs> I don't mind. And that, like, I, I feel like we both know, but probably nobody else knows, that I used to work on a lot of projects at once. So many. I was like a big, like as a pantser, you're like a, uh, big into like mood writing. So mm-hmm. having a couple of projects on the go, you can kind of pick which one you feel like writing at that time and then jump into it. Which I never um, understood. I was all, oh, I was always did. like, I've got one thing that I'm working on. I put all my focus into that. And when that is yeah. done, then I will work on something else. And like, I might get ideas for something else and I'll write down that idea, but I'll just like put it off to the side. Yeah. Which now seems See, crazy now, to me. <laughs> yeah. The project that I'm working on now, I do exactly that. I'm like, I've got the blinders on. I'm like one project. I just want to get to the finish of that one. And I'm just trying it. And um, probably because everything else is too overwhelming, I think. So I'm like, we'll just make this nice and simple and just play around with this one story. And, I mean, I don't know if I like it like it, but it's doing the job. So you're getting it done. Which Yeah, is I feel like goal. doing the one project is easier for you to track how how far you are until you're finished. And it, like, keeps keeps the momentum going, whereas sometimes – I probably used to use the jumping around a bit and then it would slow all of the projects down, but I'd use it because I was too tired of one thing. You know, when you don't, you get to a scene and you're like, oh gosh, what am I going to do? Or I'm just, you know, not feeling this part. I used to jump to another project, but now I kind of either go, well, if I don't want to write this, this is probably not a great thing to have in the book. So let's change it. Yeah. Or I'll skip it. Yeah. So it's kind of like I still skip scenes within the book. So if I'm not in the mood for one scene, I'll just skip forward or I do that right to the end or something. So it's I guess it's a similar thing. But yeah. um but now you're actually do... completing books as opposed to like skipping between so many that it's just like you have yeah. 15 half written books and none of them actually done. Yeah. 
which we'll talk about in Pile of Shame too. <laughs> yep. And one. Yeah. And probably three, four, five. But yeah, so you're so at the moment you're working on multiple projects. I've got three books on the go. I've got and they're all they're all in similar similar places. So I'd started off with just Hearts of Frost and Flame, which is what I was writing. I finished it. I was in the middle of editing it. Um yep. while I was editing it, I usually like to go in like steps of like I'll write something and while I'm editing it, I'll do some more writing because editing doesn't require as much like thought as much as creating something completely new if that it's makes different, sense different isn't it yeah it feels it's like, like a different, different part of your brain you're using yeah so usually it's like okay so I'm focusing that editing on one thing so I'll, I'll kind of write something new which is why I started writing um a witch's mark and then yeah. I got the idea for my cozy fantasy and that consumed my life and I just had to finish writing that so yeah. now I have three books that are like pretty much written all in like the editing stages basically mm-hmm. but it's so nice. how do you pick which which book you're going to work on in your writing session I'm I guess I'm different from you where whereas you were like writing a bit and then swapping to another book I guess I write I do different stages before moving on to something else like I wrote mm-hmm. my cozy fantasy book and edited it and now it's with you guys so now I'm working on a witch's mark editing that and then once, like, I've done that edit, I'll go back to the beta edits that I'm getting from you guys for the Cozy Fantasy. So I'm yeah. every time a stage of my book gets done, I'll move on to a different book to work on a yeah. different stage of that. So it's progressing <laughs> yeah. in chunks, I guess. And it yeah. also depends on what I feel like writing. Like, the Cozy Fantasy came out of nowhere and it, I could not stop thinking about it that I just went and decided to start doing that because I was so full of momentum that I wrote the whole book in like a couple of months. Yeah. Well, I think it takes a lot of, um, I don't know, braveness to stop what you're working on when you get like a flash of inspiration and jump over to the other book Yeah, um, like you did with the Cozy Fantasy one. So I think, yeah, it's good to be flex- a little bit flexible. I feel yeah. like if you're super rigid and you only ever want to do the one project, I imagine that, um, I mean, that restriction must come through in your writing in some way. I suppose so. I guess we're we're told, like I remember being told by like people being like, you focus on the one thing. If you get a new idea, you're not supposed to follow that idea. You put it away to go work on the idea you're, you're currently Who working on. Who told you that? So many people. <gasps> you hear it all the time from other authors or teachers. Or oh, really? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, like, it's that what? it's that old thing that, and they use it in like, um, like the corporate world as well. It's like if you're if the work is getting done, it doesn't matter how you get there as long as yeah. you're not you know doing crazy stuff. But like if the work is getting done, who cares what method you use to get there and whether it looks completely different to other people? So exactly, exactly. Maybe we shouldn't we shouldn't judge anybody. <laughs> Maybe that would be a nice world to live in. Um, yeah, but it's so interesting what... as well because, like, you don't. I feel like we keep changing our styles. Like, we keep trying different things, yeah. and then obviously, you don't say stay static over your life no. in the way that you write. I think it's like we're taught. Like, we went to we you and I went to TAFE together, and we were taught like this is how we do it. And for a long time, it was like, well, that's all I know what to do. So I do that for ages. 
And then you kind of grow up and you realize you start to experience different circles of like other authors or teachers or, or TikTok or or articles. And then you realize, oh, there's actually a lot of different ways that people do stuff. And then you start to think like, well, maybe I could be doing something different because a part of you knows that what you're doing isn't completely working for you. Yeah, that's true. I feel like the vibes when we were back at TAFE were like, here's the, here's what you should do. And then everybody does the same thing. And it was probably like the culture of the time as well. Mm, that's true. But the writing get to is do... very different now, but that's like a whole nother. Yeah. <laughs> whole nother oh, is that a whole nother podcast, podcast episode? <laughs> How the writing world has changed. <laughs> be good. <laughs> But yeah, I'm writing on three books. I'm editing three of them basically at different stages. And then I like also had the idea for my second cozy fantasy book. And I was like, well, I'm on the momentum of that. So I wrote out the entire plan and like have the outline of that ready to go. So like I could write that if I wanted to, which is nice. Yeah. It's just, it's I mean, nice having progress. Like I don't, I think I wouldn't yeah. do it if I were skipping between stuff and felt like I wasn't getting anywhere yeah. with any of the stories, but I feel like I'm carving out a chunk, then moving on to something else to carve out a chunk of that and then coming back. And it makes me feel good thinking that like, like potentially next year I could publish maybe two books because two of them are like quite far in and they're both yeah. getting worked on, which is nice. And they're so vastly different I think as well it's not like I'm working on the same genre of story either like mm-hmm. one of them's like a a YA high-ish fantasy book and one of them's a cozy fantasy and one of them's a fairy tale yeah it's getting because yeah, I used up. to yeah I used to worry that they would start to have the same tone when That's you're writing true. lots of different books of the same type but uh, yeah it well, depends my... how you do it, I suppose. I always read a little bit. It's really hard if you're changing tense as well. Like... I was going to say, all three of mine are, com- are different. Yes. Because the my cozy fantasy is third person past tense. Yeah. Then my what I'm working on now, which is Mark, is first person present tense. Yeah. And like, then my I'm doing this, I was doing this, yeah, etc. And it's like it's quite hard to jump between um and make it stick. I was, I mean, there's always gonna be like if you're writing multiple ways, you're always gonna they're gonna bleed into each other accidentally. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But that is one of the trickier ones to to yeah, I, w- I posted What's something that? on TikTok the other day about me writing multiple books and someone asked, like, don't you get confused when you're switching between the books? Like you'll write one and you'll go to the other one and you'll like, y- you struggle, you might struggle to get into it because you don't know where you left off or you can't remember what you were doing. And my response to that was this, that I'm so organized that I have like lists. <laughs> I have lists of where I'm up to in my books and where I want them to go that I don't mm. I don't switch between a book and like it might take me a little bit of time to just be like okay this is where I was but most of the time it's like okay I finished my cozy fantasy I know that I'm going into a witch's mark and I need to finish editing writing and editing that draft and Mm -hmm. I've already like got a list of what needs to be changed or or that kind of thing so I don't usually feel like I'm going into a new piece of work being like where am I what is happening 
Yeah, I don't really, I think if you're working, if you're switching through them all the time, you kind of have them alive in your brain. It's kind of like, you know, you like, if you're reading a book, you put it away, put it down for the night and then you go about your day the next day. And then when you pick it up, it's not like you've forgotten everything that's going on in it. So I feel like that when you're writing a story even if like even the the things that we talk about in the pile of shame as soon as we're talking about it I can remember the worlds and I can remember exactly what's going on and yeah sometimes I can't remember like eye color <laughs> that gets a little bit tricky but that's like, what editing's for <laughs> yeah exactly but you remember the overarching story and what yeah you're going for or what needs to kind of happen yeah and who the characters are and at yeah. least some of the world that you've built around them so yeah I think doing the one project now so I'm nearly at the end of it and I've definitely got to that part where I'm getting like end of novel fatigue and I'm so close to the finish line I just want it done but I'm also enjoying the story and writing it so I'm trying to like like slow it down and be like don't rush it just to get it done yeah. But it's yeah, you I feel really tired when I get to the end of it because I've been writing it. If if you're writing one book, you write it for quite a long time. And there's just that one world. So there's not a lot of variety. I think I miss the variety of going from like sci-fi to like fantasy to I don't know what else I'm whatever else I'm writing at the time. Yeah. I like genre jumping. Yeah, see, I usually write the same. Like, cozy fantasy is the first genre that hasn't been YA fantasy for me. But it's nice I'm... having just the different worlds is nice. I don't think I could go back to just writing one book. Mm. Like, I'm a multitasker at heart, and I always have been. And discovering that I could work on multiple pieces of work at the same time is now like, oh, I can do this, and I don't want to stop doing this. Like, it's just going to be a continuous, continuous flow of, like, working on one book and then that book might finish but then I get to start another book and still have these other books that are in different stages of production it's interesting that you say that because I feel like as a uh, as a pantser so less um less planned out it is easier for me to stay on track just by doing one book because um I was just thinking about this now this book I've been working on for a while but I have a lot of half finished books which I absolutely love but then I jump into something else and then I forget about that one and when there's too much going on then it's like I don't get to finish them yeah because then new ideas come up and I chase new things so I do think there's like for me there's probably a little bit of benefit of keeping it to one or two books I do think about having one writing project and one editing project because they're so different yeah and you're almost there with that, so you get to try it soon. Yeah. Well, I've got a couple of books that are on my goals list to edit this year, um, which I could jump into. I do jump in it every now and then and just read them just for fun to see, you know. <laughs> to see like, oh, I'm so good. Look at look what I wrote. Just for my ego, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for entertainment value. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, What about reading? Do you read lots of different books at the same time or do you just stick to one book I I usually just read one oh I say I read one book I read comics as well so like comics don't take that long to read so I'll read comics while I'm reading other books um usually it's one book and I think that's more of a time issue than a 
I could I could probably read multiple books at once, but I struggle just to find the time to read a book. So that being said, uh, I've read 30 yeah. books this year, but I discovered audio. I've audiobooks. seen your bookcase. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen your TBR list. My TBR is long, but I've I've significantly reduced it in the last month just because I I'm listening to the audiobook versions of books I already own. So I've listened to like yeah. 10 books in the last month, which were on my TBR just because it's so much faster with an audiobook. So I I really enjoy that. But yeah, I, I if if I had more time, I would probably read multiple books at once. And I don't see think I, I have always have multiple books on the go. Always? Always. Oh, what's this? You got a little rainbow um, going on in your head. <laughs> I have sun I yeah, I have sun catchers hanging on the uh in front of the window. So I have a big rainbow on my forehead at the moment. <laughs> um yeah so I yeah I have lots of I read different genres though and I like switching between the different genres depending on I always read at night time so before I'm going like as I'm drifting off to sleep yeah so it just depends how how the day's been as to how much energy I have to read like a really complex novel or if I just want to get lost in something super easy like I've got a cozy fantasy at the moment and um what else have I got just my book but there's two other books that I can't even remember (laughs) um but yeah and I just like I literally will get into bed and be like which one do I feel like now and just be like "Mm," like picking tarot cards or something like this (laughs) one today but yeah yeah I'm just one book it's just like let's just focus on this book because I'm not sure if I'll get through it or I'll have the time because I just most of my reading is like if I'm at work it'll be Mm. like in my lunch break is most of the time I would read and if it's a book that I'm like really 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 into then I will read at night but having audiobooks now is like I listen to them when I'm like putting out the washing or making dinner or it's it's the multitasking for me it's the being able to listen to a book and do something else because I I wanted my time to be as efficient as possible and I think yeah. that's what it comes down to for me with writing multiple books is I want to be as efficient as possible and get as many books out as possible. So I'm going to work on yeah. multiple things. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good way of looking at it. I struggle to listen to audiobooks if I have to do something else. I just like, I like the experience of just like focusing on one thing. I feel like the world is crazy now and it's really hard to even like sit there and watch a movie without oh, yeah, like my, my phone or like jumping on like oh don't just just check this so that's just the yeah. world now but that's my I like brain. audiobooks and and all, all like I think the voices that they do are amazing sometimes oh yeah but if they get a terrible narrator I can't do it I haven't had any bad narrators I really liked all the narrators there was only one book I read um in deeper waters by F.T. Lukens mm-hmm. I listened to three of his audiobooks and they're all voiced by the same guy. And the guy's amazing, but he one of the voices for the main character, one of the main characters he did in Deeper in Deeper Waters, I hated. And oh, I really? just couldn't stand listening to this one voice that he did. Otherwise, all yeah. his other voices are really good. Yeah. That's the only time it's like bugged me about an audiobook. But I I also listen to them on 1.8 speed, so it's very sped up. Which makes it oh, my goodness. as well. Yeah, They're but too I, I can't listen to it slower. I tried to turn it down to one speed, and I was, it was like, and we walked to yes. like it literally sounded like that to my ears because I've been yeah. listening to it so fast. Yeah, that's funny. 
So the so with writing multiple projects or working on multiple projects, so you've got three on the go now. Mm-hmm. What happens when you're done with those? Are well, you already planning out the next bunch? Well, as I said, I've already like literally outlined the next cozy fantasy, so that's ready to write. So once I yeah. get, once I either feel motivated to do it and step into it, or I finish doing something else, one of the other books, I can go straight yeah. into that one. And I've already got ideas for like the rest of the books in that series as well. And then I've also half been plotting out the second book in the Hearts and Frost and Flame as well. So like I have other book ideas in various stages ready to go as well, I suppose. Hmm. So it would be very easy to jump into the next thing, I feel. We'll see. I don't, it's so mm-hmm. hard to tell how long something will take as well. Like I, I plan out a lot of my time for my long service leave and I'm just like, I don't know if that's a realistic schedule or not to get things done because yeah. you have to rely on other people as well and you don't know how complicated something's going to be for an edit or how long it'll take yeah. you to write something. I think a lot of it now is just like try and multitask it and follow my passions like if if I'm really hooked on something I think the the thing I've really realized is like with the cozy fantasy is just to go with it because like I wrote that book in in (laughs) two months maybe Mm -hmm. which is like no time at all for me who doesn't write that much I like could not stop writing it and at the time I was like oh no I'm stopping working on the other two books to write this one but like now it's off yeah gone through a round of edits already and is off with you guys doing beta edits and I've booked it. I've got a cover being done. I've got my editor booked in for September as well. And I think you've probably gained a lot of momentum from it. It's, I feel like it's always searching for that sweet spot of you just absolutely have to write this and, and can't yeah. stop. That's and true. then it doesn't feel like work at all. It's really fun and you kind of get lost in it. And I feel like you've, since you've completed that draft, you've also written a lot. Um granted you're on long service leave but I feel like you've kept up the momentum and you're writing huge chunks now yeah I've very much tried to maximize the time in which I write which is yeah I spend a lot of my free time writing though that being said like Mm. a lot of my free time is spent with writing like I used to game a lot I'll game if like a new game comes out that I'm really obsessed with yeah but other than that or like I watch tv shows with Lyle as well but not very many, but yeah, most of my evenings is like, I'll just sit down at my computer and, and I'll write until bed or, or while listening to something or like just some background noise TV on or something yeah. like that. So yeah. I, I feel like you need to commit. <laughs> That's what I've done this year. This year has been about me committing myself to trying to get more books out so I can make more money so I can get to that dream of quitting my job and yeah. being full-time author. The ultimate dream. Everybody's dream here. And I think I just realized that. There's only you... two people here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just realized that you, you, I had to commit to it. I needed to, to put the effort yeah. in if I wanted to make it happen. And I dislike my yeah, job enough I... that I want to really make it happen. And it, yeah, I feel like there's so it... many things trying to pull your focus away from what you really want to do yeah. in the world. And it just takes a lot of effort to go, well, actually, no, I really enjoy doing this. And I'm yeah. going to find the time to do it. So yeah, yeah. I have no life outside of writing most of the time. Fascinating. 
which is why with my Lucia, long you've got sleep, children though yeah yes I do I do. I do have children. They take up a lot of my time too. (laughs) With my long service leave, I made a point of being like, I want to get a lot of writing done, but I also want to go and enjoy myself. Like this is also technically supposed to be a holiday for me. So like I went out for lunch with my friend this week and I'm going to go see the Barbie movie next week and -hmm. have lunch with another friend. Like I just want to go out and still try to relax. And I think it also helps with doing a bunch of writing in the morning and then in the middle of the day going to do something, whether it's see a movie or see a friend and then come back and do some more writing. So it kind of breaks it up. And I'm still writing like yeah. five to 7,000 words on the days that I have a full day of writing, which is like incredible. Yep. Like I never write that much usually because I don't have that much yeah. time or I'm tired. That's the other thing about writing at like night. It's like you come home from work or looking after kids yeah. all day and then you're like, and I have to write as well yeah one day one day the full-time author dream will come on yeah and then we can just podcast as much as we like we'll have, <laughs> we'll run have, out we'll of have a podcast every writing. single week <laughs> <laughs> just talking just talking yeah I feel like I've said everything I want to say about this <laughs> unless you have something else you want to say no I think we've covered it so we yeah we've determined sometimes working on multiple projects is good and there's lots of different ways to do it and sometimes depending on your personality and how you plan things out sometimes just working on one is the treat but you don't know and you should just go with your gut you should try all of your options to see what works for you and yeah don't forget that those options could stop working and then you'll have to try something else (laughs) and in true you and me fashion we are complete opposites we started out complete opposites then we both switched and are still complete opposites (laughs) just mind-boggling honestly (laughs) but it's it's funny that like yeah you used to write multiple stuff and I would write only one thing and now we've both completely swapped and found like maybe it works it, it works differently for us <laughs> what the other person yeah. was doing was actually more suited to us yeah I'm sure if we both had full-time free time to write if we were both full-time writers it would look completely different again I think yeah. a lot of these things are trying to fit um writing into a life that doesn't really accommodate it that's so. true yeah I, I completely agree with that mm-hmm. yeah but anyway so those are our thoughts on working on multiple projects at once or working on one project. And yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bound Together. If you like our podcast, we'd love if you would leave us a review. It helps the podcast to be seen by more people. You can find mine and Sarah's books on, on most online retailers. If you look for Laura Catherine or Sarah Gray, you can find me on Instagram at Laura Catherine Author and Sarah at Sarah Gray Write Stuff. And you can find me on TikTok, uh, Laura Catherine Author, as well. And, yeah, thank you for listening to another episode. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.